A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Five strategies for handling underperforming stores. Hey FAM, it's Adrian. Bob Fibbs, aka The Retail Doctor, held a webinar recently where he offered five ways to handle underperforming stores. But the question is, what does underperforming actually mean? It can mean different things to different people, but Fibbs says the secret to the focus is on 60% of your employees. And what that means is about 20% of your employees will love you and do anything that you say, while another 20% will hate you, hate retail, and be ready to change jobs, and they have no interest in actually changing. So what should you care about, Fibbs explains, is the middle 60%, because you can move them to the top 20% before they move themselves down to that lower 20%. Here are five ways to handle underperforming stores. The first, simple data. Just because you think employees should do better doesn't really mean anything. To get anyone to take action, you have got to give them data about exactly where it is they're going. Go granular, Fib said. Some people say those things don't matter, but I think they really do matter because it tells you exactly what's happening in the store, what the average turnover is of your employees. If you understand that people are leaving quicker than they're coming in, then there's probably something else going on. Fib says that he also likes to use personality quizzes so that he knows who he has to work with as far as personality styles. There's no right or wrong, but if you understand their strengths, you're going to understand what motivates them. If you're the area manager, you want to know that these people who are working with you and tap into their strengths. I think so many times we approach it that they're going to go in and fix them and you're not going to fix them. But if you align the way they like to work with people with the way that they want things done, then life gets better. Number two, give them hope. When giving employees hope, Fib says that it's important to do it in a fifth grade level and present it the right way. Shaming an employee will not do anything. But if you present it in the right way and they can see the hope in it, then they will follow you and they will trust you. Here's the secret to making multi-level operations work. District managers make the area manager's day. Area managers make the manager's day. Managers make their associates' day. And then the associates make the customer's day. It's that simple. Number three, will or skill. Your goal is to stay focused on giving hope to whoever directly reports to you. And one way to do that, he says, is just to be 10% better, which requires will over skill. He goes on to say, let's say that a store does 2,000 transactions in a month. With an average of 50 bucks per ticket and the average customer returning twice a week, which totals 200,000 a month, he says, well, what would just 10% look like? If you raised everything 10%, your sales would be up 30%. And once employees think it's possible, then you just keep asking better questions. Like how often could we do that? How do you think we could get people to return more often? Number four, recognize progress. You need to recognize their progress because 67% of frontline workers said feedback was extremely helpful and valuable. And the only way that's gonna happen is if you tell them what success looks like. Number five, what does success look like? Can you define what success looks like for you in one sentence? And if you can, have you told your employees, confirmed that they know what it is and how to do it, and give them the resources they need? 
It's easier to manage tasks than people, Phibbs had said. But what we really have to look back and say is, did I think this through so that they couldn't fail? That's the key. And when you get used to doing this, what does success look like? This is where people miss how you handle people. A lot of times it's on us with information that we didn't share. He adds that millennials and Gen Z have grown up on the Food Network, YouTube, and video games, and where they've been shown exactly what to do, and they have to really connect the dots to being instructed, and then be able to do it well. And yet, we have refused to share what the game of retail is. The game of retail is getting a shopper to say yes. That's all it is. It all comes down to, do we need to get more people to raise their hand and say yes? The key to the train, your employees right. No one wants to do a bad job, but training departments are often the first thing that stores cut, according to Fibs. People quit bosses, not businesses. If you're trying to change an underperforming store, understand it's going to have to come from that human element and what you add. I'm in the middle of the training business, he said, and I hear excuses like, I don't have time to train, but you know what? Everyone has time to train. And if you're clear on why you need training, you understand that the only good thing that's going to happen and separate you from the online people is what they feel going in. Phipps concluded by saying that retail has the opportunity to rewire human connectivity in 2022. So what are you willing to do to get your piece of it? Check out more audio stories at fam.news where you're always part of the fam. Fam.news, the only team in the mattress business to bring you audio stories with every story. The way it should be.